Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Three Fifths Podcast. Today, we do not have Garrett, so we have our special guest, Xander, here. Yeah. Uh, that was a beautiful doesn't get much lower from here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wasn't done with it, but Caleb just jumped in, so uh <laughs> if, if we haven't offended you last podcast, hopefully we do it this time. Uh if we do and you get butthurt about it, you can go fuck yourself. So Yeah. Let's get demonetized. Let's put a a bounty on how how many times we can get demonetized on this fucking channel. A lot. Probably, probably not a lot. I don't know. What are you talking so. about? We are the most sexist, racist group of people I have ever fucking met. Uh, I don't know about that one. I've met I'm even now. What the fuck? I, okay, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Xander is from fucking Tennessee. Guarantee you, half of his family's more racist than us yeah, and sexist. Yeah, yeah. I can, I can, I can, a hundred percent. No, no, when Verify I first met Xander, I was like, this guy's about to kill me because of my skin, dude. Like... <laughs> okay, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Thought it. How do you know, first off? I'm just saying. Second off. I'm just saying that how it is, bro. I'm just saying that how it is. Shut up, Andrew. <laughs> just because I'm, I'm corn-fed like a motherfucker don't mean I, I act like you, alright? No, you are not corn-fed. You are, you are the motherfucker that ate the corn stalks. <laughs> you are, you are way more than just corn-fed. You're the motherfucker who carries around two baby baby bowls, just like, where about putting it? Okay, okay, so I want to oh. mention something. So we kind of took like a two-week break from the last time we recorded, and this, like the first podcast, the first and second podcast were supposed to be out like two weeks ago, and yeah. so for everybody who's like waiting for them to come out, that's why, because we're kind of idiots, and we really, we have a schedule, but we haven't really been keeping to it. We just wanted to wank in a biscuit, it's fine. We were currently, we were a little late for this one. Well, yeah, it's four o'clock in the morning. We didn't, we didn't, we didn't really, Yeah. we weren't really even planning this one. This shit just kind of well, happened. Ethan were planning on doing it, like, solo, just to so, so you guys can get to know us, but then Dude, Jade I and got in here, and then Kobe just got in here, so we're just like, well, fuck it, we're gonna do it. I, I saw it. all the messages, I passed out, because, like, I left... At twelve thirty for more. We usually leave at like twelve thirty. And I fucking woke up. <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit!" Are you drunk off of milk and cookies, bro? No, I'm fucking tired. I just woke up, you bitch. Dude, go take like six shots of vodka <laughs> and drink three Red Bulls. Oh Dude, god! I you you want to have a heart attack? What the fuck? Yeah. Well, with all that dick up his ass, that. Wow. Kobe Kobe dies on There it is. That's a good The Alphabet Mafia won't like this. So, here's a a weekly update of uh, Ethan being a scumbag, dirtbag, uh, horn dog. Yes. Um, So, add a girl over. Got down to business. No. Got down of business. No, um, no, it's great. I, I, I was, I was an accomplice. Um, <laughs> wait, so I'm, I'm, I'm laying in bed, right? Everything's done, and like Gage is waiting on me to play video games. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm a ride or die homie. If my homie's waiting for fucking uh, me to get on video games, I'm gonna hop on, right? So I look at her and I go, 
when do you think you're gonna leave? <laughs> <laughs> and she replies with, it gets worse, she replies with, uh, I think I'm just gonna chill here. This is my first time meeting this girl. What does Ethan do? Which one was it? Which one was it? I already skeeted. Her, <laughs> I already skeeted. Uh, her name was Allie. Uh, okay. Was she like Russian or like the Asian one? No, no, she wasn't. Well, she was a white girl. Uh, uh, yeah, she was just a random little. Uh, get the fuck out of here. Um, so I'm laying there, right? I ask her, when are you going to get the fuck out of here? She goes, eh, I think I'm going to chill here. I look her dead in the eyes and I go, mm, you need to kick rocks. What the you hell need to hit the road. That is worse than what I have ever done. And you know me. And, and she starts, like, calling me names. She's like, you fat. You're a piece of shit. You're supposed to be a nice guy. And the entire time I'm thinking, like, bitch, I'm going to the gym. <laughs> Fucking, I never said I wasn't a, a piece of shit. I got a podcast. Uh, and then, like, <laughs> she's like, you're supposed to be a nice guy. My brain goes, bitch, who the fuck gave you that information? I am, I'm a, I'm an asshole. Yeah. And so she's leaving, right? And we, I, hit, uh, we hit the first oh. time we met. She, She's like, I'm going to block you. I look her dead in the eyes and I go, I'll do it for you. Ethan, Ethan, you know how much of a what? boy I am, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I would never do that shit. I've done something close to that, but I would never do that shit. Okay. That is so? the most horrific thing to ever tell someone. What is wrong with you? So she leaves, right? She leaves. I block her. I'm sitting there talking with Gage. And then we were talking about something and he's like, unblock her and send something to her. I unblock her and I send her <laughs> always a pimp, never a simp. <laughs> Hashtag stay toxic. <laughs> Bro. And then she, she, said I, she said I was a piece of shit again. And I just said, still hit though. Uh, get ratioed. <laughs> <laughs> and then I forgot to block her and she just, she replied like an hour later being like, sorry if I was a bitch tonight. And then I got a titty pick. Wait, she apologized? Wait. Wait, hold on. Did you did you respond after, or did she just sort of say sorry I was a bitch and then titty pick or no? Like was there was it? it was sorry I was a bitch. Sorry if I was a bitch tonight, and then like five minutes later titty pick. No response. So you didn't even reply to it. Jesus. Nope. She was like, oh, that didn't work. Let's see this. Holy fucking shit! Oh, Good lord, man. Dude, I, I have no words for anything you ever do, Ethan. No words. That's like the weirdest fucking thing to say is oh, you need to hit rocks. I've never heard that expression. Hit rocks? Hit rocks. rocks. I've never heard that expression before. Well, like, how have you come to the south and, and have never heard though. that? Like, I would just say, hey, get the fuck out of here. That's what I kick rocks because that, that term walking. comes back when there was no pavement. Like dirt roads, rocks. I, I get what and it means. And when you're bored, you'll kick rocks. I've never heard it. I get what it means. I just, I've never heard it. Oh, I've never heard did we introduce Xander? I don't think we did. Yeah, I did. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself, Xander. I'm big. <laughs> I'm big boy. Okay, fine. If you're not going to do it, Xander is like a 6'3 got... giant. Okay? 6'3? You think I'm that short? Oh, yeah. Damn. Aren't you 6'7? I'm 6'8. Okay, oh, yeah. Oh my god. Mind. I have my numbers crossed because I'm 6'3. See, the, bitch, the bitches who watch us just got moist at that information. I think women watch this. They were. Women watch this. No, no. <laughs> women do watch this for the, upli- the, the weekly update of 
of a man I should not be trying to go for. <laughs> and then they, Mr. America, red, white, and blue in my veins. My my balls are blue. I piss red, and I come white, baby, Mr. America. I don't know if you're supposed to have blue balls, but no, edging, okay. bro. No, bitches uh, watch us or listen to us just so they can get clips on why they justify uh, kill all men. If we ever that, get that, famous that's off this podcast or even get a little bit of publicity, I'm not even. We will it. delete. No, the early yeah, we ones. will delete all of this because this will be a TikTok <laughs> or an Instagram clip or a YouTube video of saying why we should cancel the Three Fists podcast. Oh, definitely not because the name is kind of, you know, wacky and fucking slavery, but, you know. But that's that's why I wanted to get canceled. Okay, that okay. way we can immediately go into the compromise. The compromise. Okay, Bro. okay, okay. So I literally, I looked up, like, a shitload of, like, podcasts. I'm like, what is, like, the worst podcast that is out there, right? So I looked And it just said the three-fifths? No, 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 no. We haven't even uploaded yet. So, uh... Oh, it, it, it'll. No, 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 I, by the way, I am not letting my family know about this shit. I won't either. But um, I literally looked up a whole bunch of comedy podcasts, and I was listening to some, and I'm like, "Holy shit, we are like fucking horrible." And then I looked at the fucking bylaws of fucking Spotify and YouTube, and yeah, me and Garrett are going to have the time of our lives editing for twelve hours all of the profanity <laughs> and the Dude. racism and sex. You're the racist one. Yeah, I know, but I'm gonna say, even like uh, even just us hanging out, you're you're probably the one that makes the most racist yeah, jokes out of. Yeah, they're fucking funny. Probably anybody I've actually met. They're funny. <laughs> if you uh, dude, if you can't joke about racism, then we really haven't come that far as a society. Think about it. In it's, other words, think about saying, it. make them walk the trail, put them back in chains. <laughs> dude, I saw this TikTok. <laughs> This guy was yelling at a person across the street. She had her white dog on a leash and the black one running free or whatever, like off leash. And he's he was just yelling at her, telling her to fucking switch the one that was on the leash. <laughs> and he was like, "This is America." <laughs> just like shit. Oh. Speaking of, of friendly racism, the first time I found out Ethan was part native and he stayed over at my house, he asked for a blanket. I bunched it up, threw it at him, and yelled smallpox. Hit me in the fucking face with the velocity of Jesus Christ, motherfucker! It hit my face like Dale Earnhardt Sr. hitting a fucking a fucking cinder block wall. All right, oh it, was, oh. it was so good. Oh. Don't do Dale like that, man. <laughs> Not Dale. Not Dale. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Did you guys hear? Uh, do you guys know who Howie Mandel is? Yeah, the yeah. prolapsed anus. Oh, yeah. Did you see? Did you see that on oh. TikTok before it got taken yeah, I down? Yeah, dude. Yeah, oh, and it made me want to throw up. My God! Why? Did you see the one he posted after that didn't get taken down? No. What? What, what happened? He put, he posted another one after they took down the prolapsed anus one. They took he made another one that was of a pig human baby, basically like a like a like a fetus that was disgustingly like I don't even know uh messed up. It had like a pig nose, human eyes, and like. <laughs> Human hair Sinner. and shit, and like it was all disgusting. Sinner. Where did Howie Mandel find a baby picture of you at? Did you come out with a beard? No. 
I actually only started growing the beard like two years ago. Maybe Fuck, that's not. Dude, you were you were an you were literally in elementary school, standing above every other kid with a full beard and a, and a four hundred one k. You know damn well like what? other little kids will come up to be come up to Xander and be like, "Are you my daddy?" <laughs> <laughs> Are you? No, my I was daddy? actually like during like football season. Like, I was always like like a foot and a half taller than all the other kids. I was used by the coaches as like a scaring technique for the smaller like the peewee guy like uh teams. Like, they would be like, if you keep fucking fucking off, or whatever. Like, they didn't say fucking, of course. I'll eat you. <laughs> I was like, we're going to put you up against this big motherfucker. And I was like, I'm just sitting there like, hey there, little man. <laughs> like, I didn't know what to do. Be like, it would literally be like that scene in those fucking movies where the dude would charge full force on you and you wouldn't even budge. Yep. Yeah, basically, because these kids, like, the kids that they brought me over to to, like, scare whatever, they're like probably 10 or so and i'm sitting there like a 16 year old that's probably over six foot already and i'm just like hey there buddy i'm just imagining xander picking up a 10 year old and fucking spiking them into the ground (laughs) (laughs) i fucked your mom shit lips and then just running back to his fucking field (laughs) oh god is it bad that i feel like that would be satisfying what kobe not what, Caleb? Dude, you're like, both black. like 30, you're gonna be telling fucking your friends, you're gonna be like, you used to beat up people like you in high school. Yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> tell my friends that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he can't exactly say that. He didn't, he didn't really stay in high school long enough. Wait, did yeah. you drop out? Wait, what? Yeah, I dropped out. The fuck? I dropped out went to Job Corps, bro. Did you not? And then subsequently hated it probably worse than high school. <laughs> Yeah, because that's for a drug addiction. Uh, crack rocks. Crack rocks. Uh, t- legally got molested. Red and, wings. Uh, got oh, no yeah. satellites. Yeah. Red wings. Uh, I feel like your life has been just like a roller coaster that is like never ending. Yeah. I, um. Yeah. Have I told the story about the first time me and Gage met our buddy Austin? On the podcast, yeah, no, you uh, with the with the cougar ass, yeah, with the cougar ass, yeah, 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 no, that was that was like podcast two. I was thinking about that like the other day. It's one of my cherished memories, and I thought to myself, why the fuck do I attract crazy in my life? You just do, and then I realized, no, no, I still fucking do. No, you um, just do this because you are crazy. Oh, yeah, crazy. I'm crazy you're guy. probably the crazy yeah. one. I'm fun, dude. You are. I could say, out of all of my friends, you are the most entertaining. And I mean that in the best possible way. You, were, you know what the secret is? What? Depression. Okay. <laughs> Seasoning. He's not wrong. Jesus Christ. <laughs> the best form of crime if you fell asleep, Kobe. <laughs> No, I didn't. I just like fucking hear him giggling in the background. <laughs> no, so I think I have, I have, I have a a theory for why that is, Ethan. Hmm. You have a you have a tendency where like you'll say no to mundane shit, but if some shit presents itself that is out of the ordinary or is just straight up weird or just odd, you will say yes to it. But you won't okay. say yes to be like, hey, you want to go on a walk? No, you'd be like, hey, you want to smack some cougar's ass? 
hold on. Now I've got to... Okay, Gage, you've been one of my best friends for, like, four years now. I've got to know. What is the fucking most off-the-wall, crazy, bonkers shit you've seen me do? Mm. I, like I gotta, I gotta sort. That I gotta. Because you've done so much. <laughs> 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 see, you know see here's the problem with it. I think some of the the craziest shit you've done, me and you were both really drunk for. <laughs> so like, I'm I'm piecing it together the shit. I think something that stands out to me, uh, it wasn't exactly super crazy, but it stands out to my mind because I didn't expect it. When you and Gabe were arguing over cigarettes, and then you were just like, fuck it, let's settle this with a race. <laughs> and so, <laughs> from like the start of the, from my living room, right, you two basically just took off. I have never seen Ethan move so fast. <laughs> And, you, you know, Ethan is a big guy. Really big guy. <laughs> Motherfucker was zooming through my yard. That's a lot of motherfuckers. You motherfucking know, motherfuckers. some sagrits. fucking Newports. You know what? They were Newports. They were Newport Greens. <laughs> I fucking um, knew them. The <laughs> best part is, I beat Gabe. I beat him. I got to my cigarettes first. <laughs> I'm not kind of surprised. No, but Gabe got so mad about it because, like, he's like... Because, like, the whole argument was over the cigarettes, because Gabe was just like, nah, you don't need your fucking cigarettes, and Ethan's like, I don't give a fuck, give me my, di- give me my cigarettes. And, you know, because he was fiending. Wait, wait, Gabe, <laughs> Gabe was... No, I used no, to smoke. Ethan. Gabe wanted no, me to Gabe... stop smoking. Oh, okay. And he, and he wouldn't take no for an answer on the matter. Um, but, uh, so, like, Gabe was like, fuck it, let's race for it, and then they raced to it, but Gabe, for some, got all butthurt when Ethan outraced him, and there's witnesses to it. <clears throat> And he's like, no, I thought we were supposed to get to the truck first. Ethan, Ethan. I like how you yeah. say you used to smoke, even though at work when anybody brings a pack of cigarettes, you're like, let me, let me pop one of those. Let me, let me, let me pop one of those. <laughs> I don't smoke as often. Yeah. No, I feel like everybody at work is just like, anybody brings a pack, they're just like, everybody yeah. is trying to bomb one. Because it's fucking work, dude. Yeah. I, yeah, I we're working out. It comes with the job. The, the addictions come with the job. Yeah, like I don't think any does anybody that we like we hang out with not vape or smoke. Wow, that's, that's crazy. Uh, Gabe. And oh, well, because fucking Gabe's like, oh, I am better than thou <laughs> when it comes to nicotine. <laughs> I just, dude, it's so I used true, to though. smoke back in. Like, I used to smoke cigarettes here and there. Like, I used to smoke a lot more back at the old house. Then again, <laughs> I used to also smoke out of a corncob pipe. Yeah. Okay, so you remember when, um... I don't really, Bro, I don't, you guys call me cornfed. What the fuck? I don't really want to say his name, but the guy in the truck. You remember him? My, my best friend. D? Yeah. And anyways, but when me and him used to smoke cigarettes, because me and him used to get, like... <laughs> three packs like every two weeks right we just like fucking yeah the american spirits yeah baby. homie and anyways yeah. but he walked up and he Titans. saw us both smoking in the truck he was just like like the glaring eyes and told me that it was like bad for me and i'm just like dude you're not my dad yeah you're not my dad you're... yeah i don't get where why he is like that i don't know i, I don't hold it against him or anything i just think it's funny i can do it pisses yeah. me off <laughs> I'm like, homie, I can't just enjoy a cigarette. Fucking one a day isn't gonna fucking kill me, dude. I smoke fucking... I have to fill my pod 
like six times a day. <laughs> yeah. Once a year, it's not going to kill me. My vape is probably. Yeah. Like, I know Joe go through a 5,000, like, puff, like, uh, vape in, like, two days. So, yeah. It's... And don't get me wrong. I, I want to quit vaping, but it brings down my stress. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm a stressful man, bro, with my job and how broke I am <laughs> I mean, from signing you know a lease, bro. Shit. You know, I'm gonna be honest, right? I've done a lot of drugs in my life, and I've I've quit a lot of drugs in my life. I think that if I didn't have nicotine coursing through my goddamn veins more than I do blood, someone in this call would be fucking dead. Like I would have killed somebody. As I hit my vape, dude. <laughs> yeah, I did too. I just changed my coil and pod and shit, and you know how like on fucking most vapes it'll like reset, right? Mm-hmm. I changed it like an hour ago. I already have 448 puffs. Yeah, just, that, that shows you how much you're fucking addicted, though. Yeah. But it, and you know what? Am I going to stop? Happy to live with. <laughs> yeah, I'll pay. I'll pay 15 bucks for a bottle of juice that'll last me two weeks. I'm gonna fuck. <laughs> See, but for me though, it's not even like nicotine addiction. Like I can live without vapes. I've done it already. Like whenever I just don't buy one, I'll just I can go weeks without it. But I think the reason I do it mainly is like. The like, hand to mouth, like just like like having something to like do, basically. You know, you know what that's from. I learned this at job corps from one of the teachers. Uh, it's because as a baby you like shit in your mouth like a pacifier and like your mom's nipple and shit like that. So it's a soothing yo, thing. Yeah, yo mama's titty. It's a soothing thing to be able to put something in your mouth, and then especially since it's nicotine that relieves stress but also builds up stress. Um, it gives you a relief, so your brain. It just loves that feeling of being like, ah, oh, something's something's in my mouth. Well, the thing is, because oh. I mean, because yeah, before I vaped, I like no joke, every single day always had like a uh, fat, like a, a straw from like fast food places or whatever. A straw, I would chew on a straw. Well, the yeah. the thing well, is, so like when I when I was back in high school and I first moved here, I didn't have juice in like I had like no vape for about a month, and during that time, like I could not keep my hands empty in my mouth. Like I had to be chewing something, so I'd always have like chips. Or anything like that and even like drinks would help and maybe i think that's why like my diet is so bad because every time i can't afford juice or anything like that i would go to munchies right i would have chips i would have drinks i i would be always eating trying to keep that busy and i guess i don't know maybe that's why my diet is so bad as i'm drinking a root beer at four o'clock in the morning <laughs> it's kind of funny because like uh y'all know who sigmund freud is right yeah mm-hmm. Yeah. You want to fuck so, your mom? Yeah, no, that guy. You can't uh, <laughs> so, diagnose the Irish. Yeah. But no, like, it's funny because still people still use his fucking things as, like, for vaping and smoking cigarettes and shit. Just like, oh, the reason why people uh, can't, uh, can't not smoke or vape or anything like that is because they're still in the closet. And I'm just like, what backwards-ass mental gymnastics do you have to do where that's your conclusion? So I, like, I can't, why, can't why is that your answer? answer? So you've got a vape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kobe, like... Kobe, I hold feel on. like that same argument can go with just food and drinks and shit, too. Like, oh, you yeah. can't have anything in your mouth because you got dick in your mouth. Kobe. <laughs> Before you were out of the closet, did you smoke <laughs> cigarettes? I, I don't smoke at all. Have you ever smoked a cigarette? Mmm once just to try it but I see, oh, see that's how it starts that's how it starts he smoked one cigarette and he turned into a 
I find it funny that you said I just tried it once to see if I liked it. And like that is I've heard that explanation for gay people. <laughs> Bro, that's how it goes with everything though. Even like when I was smoking weed and like drinking and doing a lot of hard harder stuff, like I said I only wanted to try it, but that's how it starts with a lot of people. Because like in my genes addiction runs like the wildfire, even with my mom and my dad and shit like that. But it's usually because of the people that you hang around though. I, like you'll be like, Oh cool, I'll try it once and then you're hanging around the people that are always doing I guess it's it. But also addiction addiction is a is a genetics thing yeah. too. Yeah, like see, if your true. parents were both like see okay, my dad was a heroin addict, my mom was a heroin addict. I genetically am very prone to being addicted to shit. Is that why you like, so, really like didn't go too deep into that? Um, no, I, I struggled with addiction. Well, like, I, I with those drugs. Oh, with heroin, I tried it twice, and the second time I was like, mm-mm, mm-mm, too good, too good. I, I will fall into this yeah, shit. But Meth, I tried once, and I was like, this is boring. Uh, <laughs> what? but like, <laughs> and also, I didn't like the way it made me feel. Like, you know, that like, those jokes where it's like, there's ter- a million termites under your skin. Rip your rip your skin off. It'll make you feel better. It just made it's 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 about anxiety, right? Yeah. Meth gives you so much anxiety that you're like, I'm gonna fight whoever the fuck comes near me, or I'm just gonna slam shit. And so I was I, thankfully I could slam a desk while I was on meth. See, why would yeah. you, why do people why do people go on that if it makes you feel better? Well, no, no, no. Like so you gotta you gotta think about it this way. So heroin and meth and all all of those hard harder core drugs. They're very prone to addiction in, like, stimu- stimulating your brain, right? It doesn't really matter who you are or, like, what your genetics are. Everybody has a chance of being addicted to heroin, and that's why you see a lot of crackheads and shit like that, because they literally can't stop. Yeah. Like, that's why it's... they need to be, like, put into uh, rehab situations and shit like that. Even, like, alcoholics, and... too. And then with meth, like, meth fucks with a certain part of your brain where, like, 12-step programs aren't going to help with meth. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you're if you're smoking meth and you get addicted to meth, you're literally just, like, you've got to be like, well, someone's going to lock me in a fucking room for, like, a month and feed me and give me water and sustenance until I detox. And then even then when you get out, if the monkey on your back is going to be like, hey, man, let's go roll a bubble. Let's chase that fucking dragon. Come on, baby. Because it fucks with a certain part of your brain with the dopamine levels, where it just raises them, right? So it's like, oh, first time smoking meth, 60%. Then you gotta double it, 70%. And then it just keeps going until you fry that part of your brain, and you're like, well, yeah. I think I'm gonna pull a Kurt Cobain without the Courtney Love. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, drugs are really an interesting thing. I've grown up, and my parents have always warned me against drugs and all that kind of shit, but in my life, I'm like, well, I only live once, so I'm going to try everything, right? And yeah. I've never really gotten addicted to a lot of things. I have to some stuff, and it took a lot to quit, but I'm glad I did in vaping. That's why when I moved here, and even in my last house with my, one of my roommates and shit, like, I, I rarely smoke is because I, I was so addicted to weed. I was high 24-7 in high school and even after until I basically moved here and shit was because I was literally always high. Mm. And I was like, if I start smoking again, I'm not going to fucking stop. That's the thing yeah, with weed, so- too. People are like, it's not, it's not addictive. No, it's the, not. The fuck it isn't. It's not 
physically addictive. You will not have withdrawals from weed if you stop smoking weed. Mm -hmm. You can get mentally addicted mentally to it, addicted, yeah. where your brain is going to be like, holy fuck, I don't know how to process at this speed anymore. Let's smoke weed to slow it back down to our level. Well, I guess that's good with it's people with like, ADHD and stuff like that, because it slows people down. Like, with people with yeah. ADD and ADHD, that's why there's prescription weed to help them slow everything down. Yeah, but that's, that's, that is a controlled set. That is grown specifically for that purpose. People will just will just fry their brain with the amount of weed they have. Like my um, my brother-in-law, my oldest sister's husband, like he smokes so much to the point where like he will smoke an entire gram of dab in one sitting, and then he'll that is his pre-edible dab for his dab. Like he he can't get high anymore. And the thing is, if he doesn't do if he doesn't smoke multiple grams of fucking fucking dab in a week, he just doesn't function. Yeah. He can't. He can't do. It becomes a uh, a crutch in a sense if you really think about it. Yeah, if you can't function a like if you can't function a weekend without without it, it's it's an addiction. It's you might not be sucking dick in the back of an alley for it, but it, you'll it's still fuck up your life with it. I've known it. Not to get all, not to get all fucking, just say no about it. It's just okay. It's, hold on. Literally... With the with the just say no thing, I'm gonna I'm gonna say something right now. Do you guys remember the dare thing? Oh. That's what I was trying to say, but that yeah. that, that was the first. I, I don't think I'm aware of that. What, what is it? So dare was a thing that in school it's pretty much like it stands for some dumb shit. Like don't. Arise. Be a retard. Yeah, don't be a retard, pretty much. Don't do drugs. <laughs> right? And so, in, like, fifth grade, they're like, sign this, this fucking patent signature fucking contract that you'll never smoke weed. And then fucking, I'm like, okay, sign it. Next year, I'm like, fuck it. Oh, this shit fire. I feel like Joe Rogan. But then I go to Job Corps, right? Hardcore addicted on Adderall. And then they're like, hey, um, if you don't take this D.A.R.E. Pro program, we're gonna drug test you. What's Degenerate Ethan do? Fuck it, I'll sit through a class, eat snacks, and watch a projector about D.A.R.E. It's the biggest fucking joke ever. It doesn't work. If I want to smoke crack, I'm gonna smoke crack. Ain't no fucking four-letter word that stands for some dumb shit gonna stop so, me. Um, I fucking... Mm. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, so uh, in high school there, can you leave that part in? Uh, they the thing that worked on me was because like I never really planned on doing crack, but I didn't really have any reservations for it. I dumb teenage brain, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, they didn't have the Dare Project. They didn't have a cop come in and like uh tell talk about it or some shit. It was a woman who came in and talked to us and it was she was very obviously a recovering tweaker and and she just started explaining shit to us like yeah so um i don't function normal anymore because of how fucked up i was uh wait wait, wait i don't on, feel why would they bring someone like that if she can't quote unquote function normal why would they bring no, that to us it's a, it's a scare tactic yeah. it's a scare tactic because like I remember when I was at 
our high school gauge, them being like, <clears throat> this is, I don't even fucking remember, but she's going to be talking to you guys today. And immediately my brain's like, fuck you, bitch. I'm going to just go to my brain because I just smoked fucking weed. Yeah. I don't care what you're saying. Um, It's a scare tactic because like, they're going to be like, if you smoke crack even once, this is your life. You're no, that's, that's why it worked. She didn't say anything like that. She was not trying to dissuade. She wasn't like, no, don't do it. She was just saying, yeah, so this is what happened to me. I smoked for 20 years. But it's still a scare uh, tactic, though, bringing in yeah, someone but, who shows that kind of experience. The normal scare tactic is like the whole, this is what happened after one time. Like and this all that shit. This is your brain, and this is your brain on crack. But what she what she, t- what she talked about was quite literally like the whole um, just yeah. So I fried my dopamine, so like I don't feel much, and like I went to my daughter's wedding, and I was pretty much this the whole time, and she she was talking monotone the whole time. She just seemed dead in the eyes. I'm just like ah. Well, like when I was back in school, back in like uh, middle school, um, we didn't really have that at my school. Um, We had this thing, it was like online, where you had to say what drugs you've like fucking taken, right? So like, and at the end, it was like anonymous, but it was like a, for like the school to know and shit. So me and my friends would always say, it's like, have you done crack like once a week, twice a week? It would be put, we'd put like, I'm high right now. And, <laughs> and we like every year we uh, it was so fucking funny it was like anonymous though i think but it was like the most fucked up thing like who's gonna be honest on that like i guess me and my friends were just fucking around but like everybody's like yeah i've never smoked weed like chances are that mostly every kid back back when i was in middle school and even going into high school i smoked weed like it's not that hard to come by God forbid. There's especially nowadays. Especially nowadays. The the neighborhood <laughs> weed guy is pretty much out of business with so, you know today's culture. Dude, I wouldn't trust so, anybody selling on the street anymore. I would just go to a dispo. <laughs> so yeah, because like, they they're set up like fucking Apple stores. Might as well go to the place with everything <laughs> on the rainbow. <laughs> so after I went to the job core dare thing, right? They give you a pen right? And you have to, like, sign the shit, and they're like, you can keep that pen, and it says dare on it, and uh, I'm a piece of shit. So, I go to my room, I take the pen apart, and I use the the, uh, cylinder that says dare as my permanent fucking snorting straw. God damn it. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Every person that fucking, like, okay, it got so normal of me doing drugs at Job Corps, that my roommates were just kind of fine with it. And, like, they'd walk into our room, which it was, like, four beds, and then, like, a double sink with a mirror, and then the bathroom's, like, separated, right? <laughs> they'd, I'd just be snorting pills off the fucking counter in front of everything, and be like, oh, what's up, Spencer? Uh, adios. And he'd be like, is that a fucking dare pen? I just... <laughs> yeah. Indeed. You got a cigarette? <laughs> <laughs> That's almost like, I mean, of course it's not as, you know, like, I don't know, as extreme, but that's almost, like, that's close of using, like, a page of the Bible to roll a blunt. I've done that. Like, I have a picture in my that's... phone of me and my friend back down in California literally rolling a joint 
or the page of the Holy Bible. We call it the Holy Joint. The Holy J. Oh, okay. I have a picture. So, I had a goal at Job Corps to... So, there's these things called rollies for cigarettes. And I was there for a year and a half, and my whole goal was to smoke an entire Bible of rollies. That can't be good and for I you. Fucking, I fucking did it. That can't be good for you. <laughs> Lord. Smoking. The real question is, how much, how much did you put in each, like, Dude, I would buy, joint. like, giant... No, it was, like, he, uh, tobacco. Uh, right? I meant weed. Oh, tobacco. Yeah. Oh. But oh, I, I, did do, I did do weed, too. I used to sneak weed on center whenever I'd go off. But, um... And yarrow? That shit's fucking crazy. You ever smoke yarrow? Uh-huh. Yeah. advise it. No, nah, it's trash. But it makes you feel weird. Uh... <laughs> Almost like you're not supposed to inhale it. Oh, uh, you're not supposed to inhale a lot of shit. So yeah, yeah, I know. But I don't know. Certain certain veins or strains of yarrow just murder you. Well, like, like the thing is, so like even with like the I just don't think it grows up around here. Yeah, even like with like the mainstream that everybody smokes, that indica and sativa. Like I have smoked a lot, and like the strain that gives you like the body high, not a fan. Like it makes me indica. Like, yeah, it makes me feel... In the couch? Like, I don't even know what it is. My Like, whenever I touch my fingers, I feel a shockwave. And if I'm high enough, like, I can feel it inside my eyes. And it's horrible, dude. Like, it's, it's, I know it's, that it's feeling. Bad. Like, it makes yeah. me feel like I'm about to green out. And I want to well, green out because I don't come down. <laughs> but, like, the, the sativa strain, I don't even know. Like, I, I, I personally, nowadays, I don't like either. Because, I, what is it being, I can't control my body or I'm trapped in my own head. Like it's like it's like a lose lose for me. I know. I don't know. Like a, yeah. Oh. So that's a pretty uh, that's a pretty big sign that your body is rejecting it yeah. because you've done it so much and so strong. Yeah, I know. And like that's why like I don't I don't like to tell a lot of people this, but like I have smoked so much that now I hate smoking, and my body does not like it when I smoke. My body loves it when I drink. Yeah. I love drinking. I love the way it makes me feel. I'm a happy drunk, but I don't even know. I become depressed when I smoke weed. But it's it's that's what happened to me. Uh, I I only got into smoking weed because my uh, girlfriend really introduced me to pens. I didn't know they fucking existed for the longest time. God's great. Uh, yeah, and then I started doing that for a while, and for a while I really loved it. But the thing is, though, I I liked it so much. Like, I used to be really... Ethan, you remember how I was. I'd only smoke on the weekends, and I'd only really smoke on D&D Day. I wouldn't really... But then that started transforming into an everyday thing, every hour thing. Like, I had to keep going to it, but it fucked me up so bad. Because I'm a high... I'm I, I'm a pretty high-energy person to begin with. Like, my brain is always active. Yeah. But the weed, I would smoke hybrids. Mm. Like, 90-something percent hybrids. Yeah. So my body just, like, it started rejecting it, and it rejected it so bad, I got a really severe case of derealization and depersonalization. I couldn't remember my own memories. Nothing felt real. I couldn't experience anything, and I just stopped being me for, like, six months. Jesus. Yeah, I was, it, it fucked me up so bad because my brain basically short-circuited because I couldn't really differentiate what was high and what was not high. It was, yeah, and 
it was just such a weird feeling because like I would be I was I'm stone cold sober off of weed, and even some days I wake up and I'm just like, why do I feel like I just smoked a joint? Yeah, I've had that before. Yeah, it's just because your brain is just like, uh, yeah. fuck. Well, like I I love it when I get like I don't even know like even like a lot of the podcasts and like people saying that these drugs are basically. They make your brain better, in a sense, right? And I, from the experiences I've had and I've, my friends have had, I don't see it that way, right? So I think I, I think I have a theory for that. Actually, it's because of we're in that weird stage of weed where it is unnecessarily strong, whereas the people, like the generations that came before, that shit doesn't even get us high anymore. Like, the shit that Willie Nelson was smoking for decades, that motherfuckers would sniff it and be like, oh, this is shit. This is oregano. Like, that, those motherfuckers can smoke that all day because it's not really doing much to them besides making them sleepy and hungry. This shit will make you see God yeah. if you smoke it enough. And I, I, I hate it how, like, people are saying, like, LSDs and shit are, like, it just irritates me because LSDs, in my opinion, fuck you up, like, there's a difference between conscious and you're not really there, right? And I feel like LSDs yeah. sort of, like, bridge the gap. And if someone isn't all the way right in their head, what distinguishes them from a person, from a different person, from one to another? Yeah. So, like yeah. With, with, with LSD, so there's, like, true LSD, like, Swiss Needlepoint and shit like that. And then there's research chems, like 2CI and 2CE. 2CI and 2CE is what people will permanently fry their brains on. And uh, that's like when you'll hear like some bitch from the foot, like those like, oh, I was a teenager in the 70s being like, yeah, my f this. OK, this is an actual story that one of my teachers told me was my boyfriend took fucking LSD and he thought he was Jesus, but he was an orange for the rest of his life. And now he's in an insane asylum. And it's like, bitch, if your acid has a taste Spit that shit out. Yep. Yeah. At, true acid is supposed to either be, like, when you take drops, no taste, mm -hmm. or if it's on paper, like tabs, yep. it's supposed to taste like fucking paper. Yep. Yeah, isn't that, uh, isn't that shit that... Hmm? I was just comparing, I've had a few experiences with that, too. Yeah, so I've never had acid, but I, I do know that, like, uh, those kind of drugs were, were used a lot in, like, um... Like the CIA fucking yeah, mind control Swiss needlepoint. Swiss needlepoint. The first was made by um like a Swiss fucking uh scientist. Yeah, and like the CIA basically took that and was just like, how far can we push the human brain before it snaps? And like, see, can we rewrite this shit with these chemicals? And that's basically what they tried to do. And they were just like research chemicals. Yeah, and like, hey, what if we just release this into the public and then did that? And they just couldn't stop it. Yeah, I don't understand how something that is created to push the brain past its normal capabilities is good for you. Because you're, it's not. It's your brain. Literally, there's a few movies and articles and shit. I don't. I wish I could pull up the source, but I was reading. I don't know if this is true or not, but the brain only you can you can only push the brain so far. So humans nowadays only use a certain percentage of their brain, right? 
and it's because we're hard mm-hmm. we're hardwired to only use that certain percentage, right? If you push the brain too far, yep. it's gonna snap, right? People are like, oh, I wonder what it would be like to use a hundred percent of your brain. And when you're on LSD and all these drugs, you're actually pushing your brain and shit like that, and it's not made for that. It's not made for no. that. Dimethyltryptamine, DMT, is a root that you can smoke, but it also has a chemical compound that gets released into your brain when you die. And uh, that's what causes a lot of people when they die. It usually occurs like 15 minutes or yeah, 15 minutes after you've actually died. And uh, that's what causes a lot of people to have out-of-body experiences and make people believe in God. I'm putting air quotes on that. Um, but also another chemical that's in acid that is also in your uh, brain is psilocybin and that also gets released when like you experience like true joy so pretty much with um acid when you take psilocybin and that's also in mushrooms that's what gives you the trip in mushrooms uh you're just tripping your brain into being like yo this is true excitement and joy and it's gonna fuck up your brain yeah. Wait, so there's like, is there drugs, like happy drugs out there? Yeah. yeah. Dude, I, I, I'm gonna fucking take that shit. So that's actually Don't something. Try your something so uh, I, this actually goes back into the CIA and FBI kind of thing. So there was actually, uh, I wish I could remember the study's name and all that, and the scientist, but this dude was studying the effects of psilocybin and the ones specifically contained in mushrooms. And it was like it was like shown the research was shown to have be able to treat and even in some cases quote quote unquote cure depression like 70 to 80 percent more effectively than any antidepressant that has ever been since but it was destroyed because it was it was magic mushrooms instead of antidepressants so you know why that is though why it cures that because it gives you a false sense of like pure bliss and then when that wears off you're going to be even more depressed there's there's like books and shit like that that have been no 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 because it wasn't he wasn't like here eat this mushroom and keep eating it the specific type of psilocybin that is in the strain can be I'm going to use the word distilled distilled into a pill that you'd have to take every day no, 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 more of a liquid. And it you wouldn't have to take it every day. Remember, this is from the 60s. It's still, it's like, it's like Adderall being like, oh, it's a cure-all thing. Well, like, okay. But eventually, no, yeah. okay. and that's the thing, the guy was, it. yeah, no, that's the thing. The guy was basically, ex- like, explained, yeah, no, uh, this, it, this wouldn't be like normal antidepressants. You shouldn't take it every day for that fact. Because this is for the most severe cases. Okay, so there's been, like, a lot of books and shit actually on this topic of, like, happy drugs and shit like that. So let me ask you guys a question. If you had the chance to take a certain pill or a liquid or anything you want, basically, to make you happy, to put that chemical in your brain that takes away all of, like, the pain and sorrow and all that kind of shit that comes out of being existent would you take it so this is a hot topic for me um i think questions like that where if when people are like oh yeah i would 
uh, I think that's fucking kind of dumb because the shit that you go through in life, like depression, pain, sorrow, is what makes you you. And like, yeah, getting mental help is great. And sometimes it doesn't work for people. And like antidepressants are good. But I feel like if you could just take a pill that would get rid of all of that, you're just going to be a fucking robot. Yeah. What if you could take it at certain times, like if you're feeling extra low or something like that? Well, like as Isn't a suicide that... prevention pill? Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, yeah, but eventually, like, it's, so it's it's pretty much a catch, uh, catch 22, is that what it is? Where it's yeah, like, sure. it helps, but also it's just going to fuck you up more, right? Because it's, you're going to get addicted to it because you're going to be like, oh, I want to shoot my fucking self in the head. I'm going to take this suicide prevention pill and then I'm going to be happy for this amount of time and then it's going to wear off. And then you're going to be like, wow, I'm even more depressed now because I can't have that feeling right now. And then you're going to take more and then you're going to be like, wow, I'm fucking ecstatic. Uh, and you just keep it going. Okay. I, 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 I can see it. I can see it there. Yeah, but in a, and you know what? That pretty much is a drug, Caleb. That's called heroin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, can, I can see that. Okay, but if you really think about it, if you actually think about like everything that's ever gone bad, like all the world wars, every conflict that the world has had, it comes down to depression and like sadness and like horror. So if you can like okay. change people's minds on like. I don't even know. I don't know where I'm going with this. Never mind. Caleb, you know so, the thing that me and you have in common, right, with our with growing up? I'm not going to say it on the podcast, but you know what we have in common. Yeah. Do you think that if you could could have taken a pill at that time to get rid of that feeling that you had, do you think you'd be the same person you are today? I think my, that my life would have gone down a different road, and I probably would have liked myself a lot long, a lot sooner in that sense, if you know what I mean. Like, I know what you mean. I can, I can understand that, but also, like, don't you get, like, don't, don't you have a satisfaction knowing that you, like, worked through that? In a sense, like, but yes, it, it, it still affects you, obviously. Well, but, so, like, in this past year and a half, ooh. that's been my actual, like, happiness state, right? Going from the past five years of, like, down in the depth, like, fucking punch in the gut every time I wake up to actual happiness, I would have much rather been happy a lot sooner. If you know what I, I mean. That. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I honestly think that I still would be relatively the same person. I don't know. I just have my morals. Uh, it, yeah. it would be a little bit different because I have a lot of uh, I, I live by a code in a sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. just, yeah. Just about like child drama and shit like that. So, so I don't. My brain just kind of went into this. So you kind of mentioned like we we were just talking about drugs, like psychedelics and shit like that. Uh, and and Caleb, you just brought up like wars and history and all that, and like you were going somewhere with it, like. The way drugs and the way substances and the way everything has been throughout our fucking history as humans for the longest fucking time, it was pretty much part of our culture. Hell, even look back a hundred years. Cocaine was for headaches. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
It was also like, a pick-me-up, too. They made yeah, it was also cocaine that. gum, where it's like, oh, I'm tired. I'm just going to chew this gum, and I'm going to be able to ride my horse for another fucking 150 miles. <laughs> yeah, and then go back, uh, go back, like, a uh, couple hundred more years. Or, no, go back, uh, I'll say, a couple thousand. And there is just, like, I'll use the Vikings. There is an entire segment of those dudes going off to war and, like, raiding and shit like that who just would take mushrooms or peyote or whatever the fuck they had, go berserk, murder everyone in front of them, and then go home and repeat the process anytime they went out. Uh, like, into a room. So basically... Berserk. Yeah. On... But, and then, uh, fucking 70 years ago, 70, 80-ish years ago, we, every army... Some did it more than others. Was giving their soldiers Germans. crap. That's literally what I was about Germans. to say. Yeah. Yeah. Like you know, <coughs> Germans, <coughs> Japanese. Sorry, guys. I think I'm getting a cold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Back during like World War One and World War Two, to push their soldiers beyond their limits, on each side they were like giving them. Did you know? Uh, even on the Allied side. Uh, they gave the soldiers these bars, right? And they had, I can't remember the amount of calories and sugar and shit, but it would, it would last them. They would take like a bite and that would be their daily, everything they need. Right. And yeah. they like, just imagine what was in that. Dude, oh, yeah. Probably cockroaches and fucking ski and fucking. Because there was like a whole so... bunch of deaths where the soldiers were like getting hungry and shit, so they would eat a few more bites of their bar, the entire thing, and they would just die. Yeah, so uh, there's this thing that the Germans created called Pervitin, which was literally just trademark crack. That is literally what it was. And uh, this Swiss. No, not Swiss. Might have been Swiss. This dude. Um, he got an entire batch of it, and uh, he had his squad's version, like, amount. And he was left, a, like, he was cut off from his his uh, reinforcements, his squad, and he ended up ha- taking, like, 16 times the, the normal amount. I'm probably wrong on that number. Posty shit. <laughs> no, but no, this was that shit that, like... So he, for two weeks, I want to say, was skiing through the fucking, like, Swiss Alps, terrorizing the Russians, because they were, the, they were at this point, not even fighting the Germans, they were fighting the Russians, because the Russians were invading the uh, same place that Simo Hayaha, the White Death, is from. I think it's Switzerland. Two weeks? Know. Two weeks? You give me yeah. fucking. You give me twenty five Adderall. Get that shit done in two hours. <laughs> but what he was doing was skiing around the Alps. Just he didn't sleep for those two weeks, running around, scaring the shit out of Russians, killing them. He hunted down and ate a raw fucking like squirrel, rabbit, raccoon, fur, and everything. It, he had a, like his entire right side of his ribs were crushed. He had like a broken leg. Couldn't really see out of his right eye, anything, all that. When he was finally picked up uh, by his troops or, like, by the army and he was taken to medical, dude's heart rate was, like, five times faster than it should be. <laughs> his brain act, like, basically, like, his brain activity, they couldn't scan it at the time, but, like, the way the tests worked, he wasn't, like, he wasn't a person. So, 
there's actually a name for that when it, when even today that still happens when people take too much crack it's literally called the crack zombie effect because it destroys your whole personality and it literally you're just living to fuck shit up that would make a perfect soldier I'm at, no but that's I actually want to send something to the there's a picture of him after the event happened and his eyes he did like all jokes aside it literally looks like he saw the devil and didn't blink like Damn. he he looks so just like, he could murder his wife and children and just not even not feel the damn thing about it. He looked like Doomslayer. <laughs> <laughs> At least Doomslayer looked angry. This guy just looked like a void. Fair. Dude, is Xander like, still just... here, by the way? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, like, okay. I like... Uh, by the way, I'm just thinking about... Both... I'm just thinking about mushrooms now. You guys... Um, you guys well, like, this is... I kind of like it. I wouldn't... I'm gonna be real though. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. So I'm a dumb motherfucker, but I know my shit about drugs. So whenever yeah, I get weirdly, you get weirdly intelligent when we talk about drugs, <laughs> and it makes a lot of sense because of your history. But like, I love flexing my intelligence on drugs because it's just like people are like, "Wow, Ethan's pretty fucking stupid," but then he'll just drop random <laughs> fucking like facts about like acid and fucking research chems and. Oh, wait, stop talking about that cat. It, it's weird because, so, something I, uh, it, something I, I think is everyone should try psychedelics at least once in their life. Obviously, I, with exceptions. If you have mental issues, if you have, like, if it's just, if you really just don't want to do it, then don't. Never, never do psychedelics when you're not in a good state of mind. It's never going to work out for you. I, 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 I do think that people should try it. What Say that again, Zane? I was saying, has anyone here had a wet cigarette? Yeah. And I fucking... Why, are you talking about an acid-dipped cigarette? Oh, yeah, like, like they're just uh, soaked in PCP and... Oh, hell. Sometimes oh. acid, yeah. I've had yeah, acid-dipped that... cigarettes, and I wasn't told about them, and I fucking tripped balls for, like, two days. Yeah, yeah those... And I was fucking terrified. Yeah, those, are, those are fucked, yeah. Bro, I yeah, was the playing... Wet cigarettes and PCP, and dude, those things hurt they hurt because <laughs> you're like oh this is cool i'm i'm high cool and you like you're it's weird because it's not like pcp usually it's, it's you can actually like, tell you're like oh i'm actually in my body okay cool i'm cool shit just looks dope but then you're like wow this is this is getting kind of this is kind of getting old this is last yeah, and, like, and, you're not, and it's it's basically like i'm at you know have like you guys watch marvel movies and shit y'all know like when uh and Ant- whatever was in like that weird world like the yeah quantum know, realm. yeah um yeah the quantum realm whatever when like imagine what like the the mom whatever felt when she's just there for years and shit that's what it felt like it was terrible because you're just sitting there just like the thing, it looks pretty, but oh my god. The thing is with the human brain, even when you're sleeping or any, if you're doing any type of drugs, um, your brain can actually, you know when, if you're having a good time, time goes real fucking good, like real fucking fast. Yeah. yeah. But if you're having a bad time, it seems like it's lasting forever, right? Yeah. Like if you're having a bad day at work, the day seems to drag, right? Your brain has this weird phenomena that it does that it can slow time down. And when you're not very conscious or when you're asleep or on drugs, your brain can actually slow time, right? 
it's really weird. I've had like a lot of experience experience with this while dreaming and even on drugs, but it it's it, it can make minutes seem like hours or hours feel like days, right? That's and, and that's because time is literally a fucking concept of the mind. That's what happened to me when I had my. That's what happened to me when I had my really bad trip on mushrooms. Oh yeah, when you're on the bad floor. Yeah, when I was looking into the void and seeing God, like. So, <laughs> my experience with what Xander was calling, you know, a wet cigarette—I just called it a dipped cigarette. Um, yeah. at Job Corps, I asked a guy for a cigarette, and so there was a time where it snowed so bad in a certain part of Oregon that another center came to our center to just fucking survive. And uh, one of their kids had cigarettes. I was like, hey, man, let me cop a cigarette from you. He's like, yeah, sure. I am at the end of the cigarette, and he's like, I dipped that cigarette, by the way. Like, the filter. And I'm like, I'm like, fucking what? This this was my second time ever taking uh, acid, and it was research chems, right? So it it wasn't PCP. It was just fucking pure fuck you research chems. And immediately I run up to my fucking room and tell pretty much my trip sitter, uh, I won't say his name, but he was he's a really good guy, I still talk to him occasionally. Um, and I tell him, I was just fucking dosed, I'm scared, and I don't know what to do. And he's like, how much was it? I didn't know. But my trip lasted the entire weekend. Yeah, that's horrible. Yeah. And I'm laying in bed, right? And it's a horrible trip. I'm fucking, I'm having a bad trip. And... Everyone on center now knows, all the staff, and they're like, we're not going to kick him out because he just smoked a cigarette and didn't know that it was laced. And he's also keeping his fucking mouth shut because snitches get stitches. And I remember laying there, feeling my heartbeat in my fucking balls, being like, oh my fucking god. (laughs) A fucking cover pulled up to my fucking chin, (laughs) and I just, like, it's hitting me hard, and I see the door open, and Tony's just standing there. Tony's this old man who's like a grumpy grandpa that everyone fucking hated. Yeah. He was he was a fucking pro boxer. He was a fucking bouncer and a biker in the 80s. Like, real tough fucking dude. Like, I wanted to fight him, but I knew even at 78 years old, he would have kicked my ass. <laughs> he's standing there, and like, he's just waving. Like, his whole body's fucking waving and rippling and shit. It's like, hey man, how are you doing? And I'm just, get the fuck out, Tony. Leave me alone. Eat a dick, bitch. Eat a fuck. Like, I was, like, really fucking aggressive. Like, I was like, fuck off, Tony. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. He's like, you're gonna get through this. And, like, taps me on the fucking shoulder. And I just, and I just fucking, like, got up and fucking looked at him like I was about to beat the shit out of him. And he just, you're not going home. (laughs) And leaves. And so I'm now just standing in my room during trade hours. I didn't go to trade for like, so on weekends you can go to trade, but you don't have to. My, all my roommates were like, we're going to trade. We're not going to fucking deal with Ethan tripping balls. I'm standing there in my fucking underwear in like a karate stance. And then I just look at the mirror and get caught in a loop. <laughs> Oh, no. And I stood there. So it was, that was at the beginning of trade day, right? I stood there until the end of trade day. That is eight hours. (laughs) Dude, I, until, until my roommate Spencer, fuck, 
uh, came back up and was like, it just grabbed me by the shoulders and turned to me. It was like, how long have you been standing here? I was like, oh, like 35 minutes. My brain was like, mm, time, bro. You know, it's been, it's felt like three days. I'm glad it went by so, quick, though. Did it go by quick, or was it pretty slow? No, it, it was fucking painfully slow. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was talking about. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know, but... Now the, you know what the flash feels like. Is, no, okay, no. I know what the flash feels like because my brain is fried from Adderall. <laughs> because I will just be sitting there and people, like, sometimes during the podcast, I will just, like, get fucking off in my own brain when I'm not talking. Because, like, I... This is going to sound mean, boys, but, like, I don't mean to do this. But, like, I'm almost positive the things you guys are talking about is God tier, and it's probably hilarious. But for my brain, it's so fucking slow that I'm like, ugh. <laughs> go to the fast, go to the speed force. Like, <laughs> and then the, there'll be times where I'll hear, like, a funny word, and my brain will just be like, yo, funny comedy? Am I missing out? Well... I, I don't know, like, even LSDs have always been that, like, I don't even know how to, like, your, your kryptonite for me, basically. I, I, I hated them. Hated them. Was, it's just because I don't like the not being able to tell reality from not reality. That's just, it, it's just not my thing. The first time I ever took acid, I watched the Predator movie. That is a horror Oh, movie. yeah, that's... It was the most badass thing ever. You know, it's even worse is that the second time I do it, I stand in a mirror for eight hours. Okay, so I would rather watch Predator than stand and look in a mirror. I think that's where I get a lot of my body hatred from. <laughs> standing in a mirror, looking at me in underwear for eight hours, just being like, so, felt like three days of just being like, you're fat. You ain't getting no bitches. Like, <laughs> I remember a good part of it. I remember it was a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of shit talk. That's probably the worst way to have, like, like basically almost OD over. Uh, yeah. You were, you probably came face to face with your subconscious. Oh, I had a huge ego death. Huge fucking uh, ego death. Like I didn't talk. Like I'm a very lively, high energy, like joke around, fuck around person now. Uh, yeah. Four podcasts. But like, there was like, like after I got home from Job Corps, like from after that until I got, until I really met you and like Gabe and shit, Gage, I was a very like setback person because of that. Yeah. Because I like, I was still mentally like, oh my fucking god, I don't need to run my mouth all the time. <laughs> <laughs> And now I'm like, fuck it. Let's just say dumb shit and see what sticks to the wall and see what people laugh at. Most of us have everything. Yeah. So I'm fat, funny. I'm, I'm the fat, funny friend. Well, we're coming up on a little <laughs> bit over an hour. We should probably cut it. Uh, no. Uh, How about that? Yes. Caleb? Don't make me come over there, bro. I will literally come over there and smack you across the face. Caleb, I will fucking make you fucking... Don't say it. Cream. Don't tell me the good time, Ethan. Okay, wrap it up. Oh, okay. Wait, Xander didn't say much. Xander, um, what? Give a give a little random fact about you. You will probably see uh, him again. 
Probably. Nah. He's our fill-in for when Garrett isn't here. Yeah. I'm fine with that, I guess. Rain effect, go. Rain effect? Do you like toes? Rain effect. Do you like toes? <laughs> Do you like, like toes? He told me yesterday he did. Yeah, I know. Dude, I used to sit next to him all the time. He told me about how he wanted, he told me how he wanted to fuck this one girl's feet. Peanut butter on this girl's feet and fuck it. You told me, dude. Why why are you thinking about Sander, just say the fucking fact. <laughs> he likes oh, crunchy peanut cool. butter here. He said it. Yep. <laughs> all right. Hey, yo. I like, bro. by the way, I like how Kobe didn't talk much either. He just giggled in the background for the entire time. I don't, I don't have much to add to this shit. I haven't. Yeah, Kobe is one of the goody goodies. He keeps us on track. He is. Yeah. Okay. I, I will say this. I know for a hundred percent fact, I'm the piece of shit of this podcast. Mm, I'm a close second. I'm, I'm um, second. Every I'm time I get, angel. every time I get into this fucking podcast, I've got a new thing to tell you about how I probably made a girl cry. Yep, it's called the weekly updates of how Ethan is a true blood American. Amen, brother. Republican. Like, over here, just like. All right, let's wrap it up. I don't want this to go on too long. <laughs> All right. Alrighty, everybody, this has been the Three Fizz Podcast. If we did not offend you this time, uh, come back next time. But if we did offend you this time, you can go fuck yourself because we actually gave you a lot of interesting information about the drug world. So uh, you can put that in your pipe and smoke it, you piece of shit. Okay, have a good time. Okay, okay, okay. We'll see you next week. Uh, We probably will upload around 5 a.m. Thursday. Peace.